he is our member of parliament for Simcoe Gray. We say hello to Terry Dowdle. Terry, thank you so much for joining us. How are you this morning? Good morning, John. I'm doing uh, well, and, and as always, I'm extremely happy to be on uh, on your morning show here today. Uh, Terry, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, I want to get into the throne speech, but I know you were very underwhelmed by it. Uh, we hadn't chatted since then. Uh, certainly you didn't hear some of the stuff that you specifically were hoping for. Uh, one of those things was a high-speed internet. Uh, def- definitely uh, a little disappointed that there doesn't seem to be uh, more of a fixed timeline. Uh, as 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 you know, I think probably by now that they're saying that they're going to have internet by 2031 available everywhere, hopefully in Canada. Well, We've been pushing for quite some time, and, and definitely during the pandemic, probably more than any other time, we've realized that uh, it's 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 really a key issue um, everywhere in Canada, but certainly here in Simple Gray, there are many, many pockets that uh, don't have high-speed internet, or the other factor that uh, is really playing out with, with, you know, people having to stay home for their work, for students uh, decided to stay home or, or doing work from home. And even seniors trying to connect uh, with individuals within the riding, uh, the cost of the internet here is is, is uh, astronomical, and and some of the bills that we're hearing from people are up to a thousand dollars a month, depending on the husband and the wife are, are home and and their kids are home, uh, and it's just it's just you know unattainable moving forward in the economy that we have here today. So um, we've been pushing really really hard. Um, we need that. Uh, we need everyone. We need all partners at the table, uh, the province, uh, definitely the feds, and, and the local area to have an understanding of exactly where we need to go and, and where those uh, dark spots are. But uh, it's certainly something that we're going to continue to push. I've, I've written letters and, and to uh, the minister, Minister Monsep, uh, to outline those concerns uh, for all the residents. And we're hoping that, uh, and I would think, not all, not only me, certainly here and, and as a conservative in our writing, but uh, the Liberals must be hearing that, too, in certain areas as well. So we're hoping that, uh, and the NDP, so we're hoping that, uh, you know, those issues will be brought forward, that uh, we'll work together and, and find a way. Uh, there's infrastructure funding that the government's announced that, uh, for some reason, isn't getting out there. We've uh, we, we found that, uh, it, you know, the infrastructure bank is another one. We're not, none of those funds seem to be actually hitting hitting the streets, so... We'll continue to push, and, and we look forward to hopefully a resolution that everyone will be happy with, and, and we can actually get some some firm dates, some firm timelines. I'd love to give that out to all the constituents that uh, have been getting hold of my office, uh, so they have an idea where they're going. It certainly affects where people are buying, where they're living. Uh, you know, resale. I, I hear from realtors as well saying that if there's no high speed internet uh, available, that uh, it's a, it's a lot more difficult to to find those. Uh, buyers and then a lot of buyers buy and have no idea they have no high speed internet and then that's when the frustration really sets in uh, there's a lot of frustration uh, in all kinds of aspects to the COVID-19 pandemic. I know that uh, your office has been getting tons of calls. What's the biggest concern for most people right now? Well, I think it, it, it depends if it, it, the calls, whether they're from the business sector or whether for, from the uh, just the regular residents that uh, are in the riding, certainly from the business sector. Uh, still, still huge concerns uh, that there's no consumer confidence out there, and, and we've been pushing that uh, we definitely need rapid testing here uh, in Canada. That's been approved in other parts of the world. Uh, that's part of it. We need people to be able to get out and to move. Certainly, a lot of calls we're getting from seniors as well, concerned uh, as we move forward. Snowbirds, there's quite a few, as you know. We have a beautiful area that people come to and retire, retire at. So many, many calls from Blue Mountains, certainly. Collingwood and, and Wasaga Beach, and one of the ones that we're hearing about, which I didn't really think about at the time, is 
is there are residents that uh, are in like seasonal campgrounds that come here and where they're living are, are being shut down for the winter time. They usually do the same thing down south, and now the problem is they won't be going south, and there's absolutely no rentals here in our area. So there's there's quite a few people along those lines, and there's just people wondering where how we're moving forward. Uh, concerns about that they're allowed to fly, not allowed to drive. Um, and most people, what I've been telling most of the seniors out there is that the government is saying October 21st there will be an update. Uh, so at that time, they'll probably have a better, better understanding of, of where we are, our country plans to be. Um, but but for us, we, we definitely want to make sure that rapid testing is there. I think that's what's going to bring consumer confidence back, whether we're flying, whether you're going to, uh, uh, you know, just, just even out shopping to know where there's, there's been talk if there's ways that you could um, get some of badge or button uh, that uh, would would recognize th- that you've been tested and uh, and maybe get you out there. So we're, we're, we have concerns about that, and definitely a lot of calls uh, as well in the tourism business uh, business up there as well, um, and how they're going to move forward. You, you look at the anyone that's in the aviation business, uh, anybody that's uh, in the travel business. So we still we still have ways to go, and, and we want to make sure that uh, that the government's there is hearing those things and reacting as quick as as quick as they can. The government updated their CERB programs. Uh, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, you mentioned you, we do need the economy to keep rolling, but are we are we now spending too much? Well, I think that's certainly a concern uh, of Canadians now, and, and, and definitely definitely myself and, and our party moving forward. We certainly want to be there for everyone. They did change the program. There's there's now, instead of the CERB, there's, there's actually three new programs uh, that will apply to individuals uh, who are either employees, self-employed, or or in receipt of provincial or federal benefits related to maternity or paternal leave, or parental leave. So um, I think it's good. We need to continue to help. But but by in saying that, we we have to make sure that uh, I'm still getting calls from many businesses out there that are having difficulty uh, getting employees back uh, to to work at this time. So um, and, and there's also concerns. Uh, you know, like how how long this is going to go and what the debt's going to actually be because it's it's going to be, you know, we're already at uh, roughly roughly close to almost almost half a trillion dollars um, that that's went out to this program, and the concern is that we've seen, especially now with the second wave, John, is the fact that it's been six months and uh, we are actually probably not really any further ahead. So we ne- we need to make sure that there's a definite plan moving forward. Um, and and really, from from our perspective, even with, through the Strong speech, we, we we really didn't see that. And and I think there's concern out there. And, and the second wave to many of these small businesses uh, is going to be it, it's you know depending on where you are and, and how the Ontario government decides in the shutdown is really going to be a difficult and for some just just not sustainable. And that's that's where the concern lies. So. Uh, we're we're happy the programs definitely are there. I think I think we need as as a government to make sure that there's checks and balances that those programs are definitely going to be individuals that need it. But at the same time, I think we have to realize and uh, and look at the fact that there's many many businesses out there right now that uh, if they're up and running, do help wanted. There's some industries that have been actually fairly busy through through the COVID, and uh, that is a concern. I'm getting lots of calls on so. Uh, we, we just have to make sure that those, so I'm glad we're happy back, we're back in the parliament uh, to ask those questions to make sure that I think no matter what program you put out there, there's going to be checks and balances. So 
Um, that's kind of our perspective, and, and I think that's what we need to do moving forward so that we can can uh, make sure that we have a, a clear a clear destination as to where we want to be uh, to get out of this uh, massive debt that we're at at this particular moment in time. Terry Dowdle, MP Simcoe Gray, thank you so much for once again joining us here on Talk to the Town. Well, John, it's absolutely great to talk to you once again and, and wishing you all the best uh, coming up.